Hey friends, it's Shauna, your nerdy girlfriend and life coach from simpleonpurpose.ca. Welcome to the Simple On Purpose podcast. As many of you may know, I often do these shows solo. I often am here to just share about 20 minutes of information that is going to help you declutter and simplify and show up better in your home, your heart, and your life. Sometimes I like to bring on people who can take it that level deeper. And these episodes are often a little bit longer because there's more to talk about. So today I wanna share with you my conversation with Dana. And Dana is a fellow Canadian woman. She is a clinical thermographer, and we'll talk about what that is. And she teaches women about hormone health. She focuses on menopause, but this is exactly why I wanted her on. Because I thought there's so many things I never learned about hormone health that we need to know. And what better place to know it than from someone who has experienced it all and who teaches on it. So she's going to share with you some new ways of approaching your health and wellness. It might challenge you. We're going to talk a lot about that mind-body connection, how emotional health relates to physical health, and she's going to give you a rundown on hormone health and what you can do to support your hormone health. And really the big reason why I asked Dana to come on is because of my experience with my own body and listening to my body and taking care of it. We talk about, in this episode, cycles and anatomy, so just a heads up that if you have kids around and you don't feel like explaining what these words mean today, (laughs) then maybe throw in your headphones or listen to this podcast episode solo. All right, we're just going to jump right in. Here's my conversation with Dana. I'm so happy to have you here. For people who are just listening, I met you, Dana, through a podcast mastermind. That's where we met, and you are the host of A Wise Divine Women. Mm -hmm. And I wanted you to come on today because I've been listening to what you've been sharing and I've come on your show and I'm learning a lot about hormone health that I feel like I never knew before. It's kind of opening up my eyes. So let's get started. Can you tell me a bit about you and what you do? Kind of the main things that you teach on. Yeah, for sure. I'm Dana. Welcome. I'm the podcaster of Wise Divine Woman and the creator of Divine Wellness, uh, which is my brick and mortar. I... um, I'm 51, just in the hot mess of menopause. And I love when talking to you girls about menopause and you're talking about hot messes. And I'm like, you girls have no idea. (laughs) But um, so I have three adult children. I've been married for 24 years and I live in Ontario, uh, Canada. And um, the topics I sort of talk about in my passion is helping women uh, identify their stressors to become... um, of course, better in health, mind, body, soul, nutrition, but also to get them to become the wise divine women that they're meant to be, like all that God's meant for them to be and all that they're supposed to be as legacy makers for their families Mm -hmm. and community. Mm -hmm. And you say identify stressors in there. Can you tell me a little bit about what some of the stressors are that you teach on? Yeah, so uh, I also... My job uh, in Ontario is, is a clinical thermographer. So I actually get to view people's stress, but we talk about it uh, a lot as well. So how are you managing stress as in uh, life or how is your food affecting you physically? Um, what your hormone levels are at? How are your bowel movements? Um, you know, thought processes, what's thinking, thinking you have. All of these can be so important because it causes inflammation to the body. Mm-hmm. Inflammation causes disease. Mm-hmm. So all of these are really important. Um, and these are the different areas of, that I speak about all the time. 
Yeah. I had I have the wonderful pleasure of speaking to women one-on-one often when reviewing their thermography. So uh, it's this insightfulness of looking at life fourfold, mind, body, soul, and nutrition that you can then develop a better health plan at so any age. At any for age. anyone who's going to just run and Google thermography, because yeah. I did when I first heard about it, can <laughs> yes. you give some what it is? Yeah, for sure. It's not a new technology. It's nothing new. So it's been around a long time, but, and it is available across Canada and the U.S. So it is an infrared study of the body looking at the heat patterns that you create right? Mm -hmm. So in that green is good. Well, with our technology, green is good. Um, Yellow, red, and white are different levels of inflammation. And blue can be different levels of uh, coldness or congestion. And it's just a matter of the interpreter and it matters of what technology you're using. But it's really just a a simple camera. for people who are not familiar with infrared technology, it's kind of what they use for lost in search and rescue, right? In the mountains or lost or in industrial inspections of buildings, they're looking for hot wiring and cold drafts. Mm. Same for your body. Yeah. So you're kind of taking like a heat picture of the body and there's areas that have not enough or too much. And that's telling us something about our overall health, our hormone health. Uh, Health, cardiovascular, digestive, um, structure, lymphatic muscle, everything, whatever it's trying to tell us. So, okay. So hormones, they're kind of the big thing that is associated with being a woman, right? That's that stuff, right? It's everything. Yeah. It's everything. It's about, it's about, of course, the essence of being a woman, but it's your vitality. It's your life. You can't exist without them. So you can't. Right. And so there's, lots of hormones in our bodies. They're all doing different jobs. Can you give, give us just like a 101 on hormone health for women on what's happening in our bodies and yeah, maybe for sure. a couple of main hormones? Yep. So estrogen, of course, is estrogen is always the bad guy, but mm. the estrogen is naturally produced in your body. And it is what gives you your your curves, the voluptuous, the aspect, the mm. fertility, right? Progesterone is the one that keeps you calm. Right. Okay. And, and that's, you know, in our cycle, it, it ebbs and flows, but the progesterone drops, you have your period. And that's why we get this crazy because mm-hmm. our progesterone drops. Um, testosterone, of course, gives us that libido, gives us that energy, vitality, uh, strength, endurance. Um, cortisol, which is also a hormone, does, uh, it's in your adrenals. And I often talk about that all the time too, because it's your stress hormone, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of women and men, especially during this last year, have really had this low-grade, uncontrollable stress in their life, which is COVID, and um, they can't manage it. So their body is like uh, all crazy. Mm. Right? Just releasing so- that cortisol all the time. All the time. Long-term, that's adrenal fatigue. Long-term, that's, you know, that really is, doesn't help the body at all. You're looking at blood sugars. You're looking at cardiovascular health. You're looking at all sort, a cascade of things that can Mm -hmm. happen when you don't manage stress. Right. So I'm hearing you say like, there's these main hormones we talk about, but there's other ones. They're all doing this big dance together. Oh, it's an ebb and flow, right? And it certainly is an orchestra of how this happens, right? So even serotonin, 
melatonin are all sort of produced in the gut. Various, like, like your hormones are produced everywhere in the body, even in your fat cells. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's managing and looking at the body um, at a fuller picture of things. So if you are not digesting well, then you have to think your mental health, you know, your, your mm -hmm. gut is your second brain. That's where that process comes from because serotonin is so important to your mental health. Melatonin right. is so important to your sleep Yeah, and cortisol manages your stress. So if you're always stressed, you're not sleeping. Do you see the vicious cycle that it creates? Absolutely. Yeah. And all of this can play a huge role in your production of progesterone and estrogen and testosterone. And it's a beautiful dance that we get to experience. Like how incredible is that, that we get to be part of this. And that's what makes us so unique and so feminine and so amazing. Right. And that's what I want to talk about in a second. But just to reiterate, like all of these hormones doing different mm -hmm. things, if anyone ever tracks their cycle, this is something I started a few years ago, tracking mm -hmm. my cycle and learning that at different points in the month, each month, I have different emotions. I have different energy yeah. levels. I yeah. have different digestive sleeping issues that mm -hmm. there is a pattern to it that I did not notice until I started tracking my cycle. Yeah, that's so amazing, right? Mm -hmm. And with that knowledge, and that's simply just tracking it. And you, it's with that knowledge that you can eat to support those changes. There right. are foods, there are seeds. There's, you know, honestly, that theory of when that red tent theory back in the old days, when yeah, you yeah. sent to the tent, right? But yeah. no, that is a time of, of releasing and rejuvenation. You're supposed mm -hmm. to retreat you're supposed to self-care. Mm -hmm. You are supposed to be by yourself, sleeping, taking care of things um, during this time. And that's because we are so responsible for so much in our lives mm -hmm. that we are supposed to take that time of self-care. And none of us do. Like, it's so hard. So. Yeah, that's so interesting that there's almost this natural cycle in our bodies that we could respond to instead of just pushing it and extending it and ignoring it too, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's all about accepting and honoring where we're at the signs and symptoms our bodies are telling us so that we can become better women. It's so important. And so this is one thing that we talked about that I would like to bring you on to talk about are the myths that we believe about our hormones. And, and I was talking about preparing for menopause and how that can be a decade long experience for some women that, that perimenopause right before you hit menopause can mm -hmm. last a really long time. And you shared with me that the way our periods are ahead of time are going to be an indicator on how that goes yeah. for us. Yeah. Can so you tell I a little mean, bit more? Yeah. So when we think about our periods, that is, it's, you know, that starts for some women at nine, some women at 16. Mm -hmm. The more we educate ourselves and our children, our, our girls, um, we begin to understand that your period is sort of set in place in the womb, how your mother's periods are, mm. uh, plays a role. But when you're having, um, you know, difficult periods as a teenager or as a young adult or as a woman, you know, think of planning for a family, it's recognizing these symptoms that you need to correct at this time, not backpedaling when you're my age, mm -hmm. recognizing that my menopause, I'm having hot flashes. What can I do? It's recognizing these crazy heavy periods or this heavy PMS is not natural. This is not part okay. of a natural period cycle. 
And we're really raised to think that periods suck and they're heavy and we're emotional basket cases, all of the, you know, stigma. It's a lie. Mm -hmm. It is a lie. Right. And same as menopause. It's a lie. It, all these things, oh, you're going to get hot flashes. Oh, have you hit, you know, all these huge negative uh, impulses or these thoughts that we hear about menopause or periods or, you know, oh, you, you've started your period. You're going to have this, this, and this. No, it's, it's so not true. And it's recognizing how the toxins in our body can play a huge role in the levels of estrogen and causing an estrogen imbalance, right? Or that our body is too toxic to, um, you know, allow for proper uh, metabolism of your hormones. So mm. bowel movements, are really important and kids and adults should all learn about, you know, regularity, uh, what happens in uh, how long is too long Mm -hmm. that they should be pooping every day. Mm It's not twice a day. Yeah. That you have to, you have to have fiber as a woman. That's so important uh, in, in all sorts of different types of fiber because it absorbs the excessive hormones that are released in your colon, your period health, your, your, and, and, and your, um, you know, ovaries or cysts or those types of things can really indicate a different problem like mineral deficiencies or hormonal imbalances where then supplementation or hormone replacement like bioidenticals are so important. It's these clues like cycle tracking, even when you're 16, you may think it's ridiculous, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. But, you know, eating sunflower seeds, seed cycling, Seed cycling, sunflower seeds, flax seeds, all of these things are super important to you at every age, at every point in your cycle. It honestly breaks my heart to hear and um, listen to the amount of women who can't conceive, you know, in their 20s Mm. and or they've had miscarriages. And it's understanding your period health is what's going to help us break through this challenge that has presented itself for many women across the world. So when it comes to our physical periods, what I hear you telling and sharing with these women is that these difficult periods, these really emotional PMS situations, super heavy periods, that they're a symptom that something in our body is off balance and and paying attention to flushing out the toxins with fiber and you said seed cycling. Can you just give an explanation of what that yeah. is? So seed cycling, um, there's different food that help promote estrogen, natural estrogen production in the body. There are natural foods that help support natural progesterone in the body, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to grab a handful of those when we can, uh, month, monthly, weekly, to support our hormone balance, Right. Not only for fiber aspect, but that sort of thing. So seed cycling is like eating flax, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds at different times. Okay. Right. So, you know, you have to recognize when you're ovulating and then that changes. Right. Mm -hmm. So one, it helps with boosting fertility, perhaps uh, easing off PMS, understanding more magnesium, understanding more minerals, understanding those types of things also help with. Now, a lot of women have um, food sensitivities and that also plays a role in the amount of inflammation that there is present in the body. 
Okay. That will affect your hormone health. Mm-hmm. That's why it's, it's kind of a twofold thing when I, when I'm discussing, you know, health with, with women, you have to reduce your inflammation. Right. And that's something I can really relate to because I went off gluten a few years ago and I noticed an improvement in my thyroid health. So this is not something many people know, but I had Graves disease. And after my first son was delivered, I switched to hypothyroids. I've Mm -hmm. been on Synthroid ever since. And I'm constantly trying to find different ways that I can reduce my need for the Synthroid, the like synthetic thyroid that I have to take. And going off gluten seemed to be one of those things. Reducing that inflammation makes sense a big difference. It is so important. So um, yes, sugar, milk, cheese, bread are all huge triggers to this cascade of hormone difficulties. Mm, right. All the and stuff it's a, we love. <laughs> all the stuff we love and crave, yeah. right? But it's, there's, there's ways, you know, you need to recognize it. That's why journaling, tracking, and all mm. this stuff is so great because that digestion as you thought it was just digestion or that bloating can be a huge key to understand the food that you're not supposed to eat. You don't have to go out and spend hundreds of dollars on a food sensitivity testing mm-hmm. journal about it. Talk about your experiences. Talk about how you feel. When do you crash during a day? What foods can you utilize to help manage these ups and flows is these your 3 p.m. Coffee break should be something like a matcha latte, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's important for the antioxidants and balancing hormones, right? right? So there's there's so many key things that your body tries to tell you. We just have to listen. And this is all so important in recognizing where your period health is going to take you. So important. And I love how you're just opening this up that when we're tracking our cycles, paying attention to our bodies, that it's so much more than your flow, right? It's how you're digesting, how you're sleeping, how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. your energy levels, that these are all part of this big hormonal dance every cycle. But for the woman who is listening to this and is like, my period sucks. I feel overwhelmed. She's talking about seeds and getting rid of all these foods like, (laughs) and stress and it's COVID. What is one place that any woman could start to manage her hormone health? Well, I mean, I do have a five-day detox available, but there are so many really local. I love local. So don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. I love talking about me and, and what I do. Yeah. Um, but there are so many online coaches, but there are a lot of local people who are super passionate about health. So seek mm-hmm. out a naturopath, seek out a holistic nutritionist, seek out a chiropractor can be very helpful as well. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just hormones. Your whole body plays a huge role. It's recognizing the imbalances, where the bat, low back aches are coming from can be an indicator of, you know, the brain message to the organs, which is a whole different topic. But it's these recognizing this, you know, in the body. So chiropractor, massage therapist, osteopath, uh, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic, these people are all beautiful people to utilize mm-hmm. uh, and naturopaths, especially if you have to dig deep, your right. own medical doctor, but it's creating a healthcare team that understands you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it's like, you're not just a brain attached to a body and you're not just a set of ovaries attached to a body. You, this is the whole health, right. the whole woman. Right. Right. So, 
detox, that's a great place to start. And it is. Yeah. I loved a video that you shared in our Facebook group for our mastermind. The, you have this program called Touch Your Tatas, and I always thought it was about checking out for breast cancer, but you were sharing yeah. how to do it for lymphatic drainage. And I was like, what? My right. mind is blown. I never associated mm -hmm. Mm -hmm my breast as an organ for lymphatic drainage. Right. Well, I mean, it, it, your lymphatic system is your sewage system. It's mm -hmm. not just your colon. It's mm -hmm. your sewage system. It, it starts with the lymph system. So you have to view it as at that. Uh, your self-care, um, your detoxing, your um, headaches, all that stuff plays a huge role with lymph health. So the Touch Your Tatas program was this great little play on breast health. And yeah. I just, I love it. It's so much fun. Um, I cannot encourage women enough to touch their breasts, to be perfectly honest. So <laughs> you're in charge of your, you're in charge of your health. I can say the same about vaginal health too. And it's not about masturbating. It's about being aware mm -hmm. of, and it's the same with your breasts. Do not fear touching your breasts, mm -hmm. massaging your breasts. Do not fear touching the vagina for health. You have to recognize if there's changes yourself, you running to your, your nurse practitioner or your doctor every three years for a breast exam is ridiculous. Mm. This is You're something we can be doing. You should be yeah. doing it even at 16 years old, mm -hmm. right? And lumps and bumps and cysts, fibrocystic dense breasts is a whole different topic. But again, it's about a mineral deficiency to the body. Okay. Yeah. There's just so many little nuggets you're dropping there's, that I know people are going to be like, I, I know. need so, more. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> so the Touch Your Tatas program kind of talks about all of those things, but it also just is about getting women to touch their breasts, doing lymphatic massage, mm -hmm. checking and doing yourself breast exams and eating for breast health. This is something that women would probably feel uncomfortable with because we're we're uncomfortable with our bodies. We're uncomfortable we are, with our yeah. femininity, right? We and, are so uncomfortable with it. And we are so shamed about it. And mm -hmm. we are told not to touch um, in, in, you know, many circles. Um, and it's, it's a sin or it's shameful or right. there's, and so much shame. Yeah, so it. much shame. Yeah. And when you mentioned The Red Tent earlier, that's such a good book. That book changed my view on being a woman and embracing mm -hmm. that my cycle is part of my femininity. It's part of my experience as a woman in the world. I thought that was really um, freeing in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I mean, so many women, especially women whose family have had breast cancer, mm -hmm. um, it's that fear. They don't want to, it's the fear I don't even want to know. Right. It's that but you have to be proactive about everything in life right now. You are in charge of yourself. You are in charge of your health care. Um, it's so hard to advocate for yourself. You've got to, you know, let alone your parents or your child who's ill. So we have to sort of take these clues that our body is telling us that we can empower ourselves, you know, to do some self-care things. So what we mean by self-care, what I mean about self-care, yeah. dry brushing. Mm, dry brushing. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do your whole kit and caboodle. Like that takes too long. And you girls all have like three or four children running around your yeah. homeschooling or you're rushing out the door to go to a job or you're rushing upstairs to quietness. So you can actually do your job online. Right. Dry brushing is about just that, that neck, chest, breast, and belly mm -hmm. and under the arms and where, you know, you look at a map of the body, a lymphatic map of the body and recognize this is where my body's garbage is going. I need to move it. It doesn't have a heart to okay. pump it along. We have to move it. Rebounding, swimming, some massage, lymphatic massage, super boring, but incredible. 
dry brushing the body is a gentle sweeping motion over the body towards the heart. You'll watch a thousand videos and be totally confused. It doesn't matter. You're just, you're just gently moving the lymphatic system over mm. the body. Yeah. That's great. And that's something my, actually my massage therapist in town told me about, and she says she takes her brush into the shower right before she has a shower. She does her dry brushing and they're just like little, mm -hmm. um, like brown little brushes you can buy from mm -hmm. online, lots of stores, yep. just gives everything a little scrub down and then jumps in. I think that's the best place to do it right in the shower. It is there. because you have that dead skin cell everywhere. If no one yeah. scares is concerned about dead skin cells then do it any time of the day. Mm -hmm. But the other thing is the end of the day, mm -hmm. right? So okay. Even doing your self-massage, self-lymphatic massage, and there's lots of videos online, but or and using some beautiful essential oils um, to drain the stress out of the face and neck, drain the breast, massage the breast, nipple outwards, and you're mm -hmm. just gentle. This is not deep. Taking the time mm -hmm. to ensure that you're moving the fluid around the body to drain out better for the sleep. It can be part of a deep breathing exercise. It can be part of a meditation time, a quiet time mm -hmm. to allow us to get into that sleep mode at the end of the day, right? To drain right. and understand. But that's, you know, one part. And then don't be afraid to do breast exams. Like that is so important. Mm -hmm. You need to be totally checking your breasts. Um, and you'll say, oh, well, I don't know. Well, you will know. Mm -hmm. You will know if there is yeah. something that has changed. And you do it. You set your, your monthly calendar. You set it to do the same time every month. Mm -hmm. So that because your breast texture changes, right? Oh, as your okay. progesterone and as your estrogen and as you're ovulating, right? Right? Your breasts become right? firmer yeah, during yeah. ovulation to attract the male. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so there's that aspect of things. And your breasts will be different when you're breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. um, and, and those types of things. It's also really important for you women who are just, you know, in breastfeeding or in have had mastitis, things like that, mm, that yeah. leaves a bit of a scar tissue in your breast. So it's super important to get to a lymphatic specialist. If you've had a previous history of mastitis, or if you've had a lumpectomy, or if you've had surgery, augmentation, implants, or explants, or a reduction, right? Mm -hmm. That this creates scar tissue that will affect the breast health, the drainage, the lymphatic drainage. And it's important to be dry brushing. And it's important to see a lymphatic specialist as well. Man, this is, this is all just so powerful because I think like there's this these women, these generation of women, I think I'm in part of this, mm -hmm. that we're just kind of out of tune with our bodies, especially motherhood. It oh. pushes you away from being in tune with your body because your body's now just a service vessel and, and you kind of stop listening to it. You don't have time to deal with all of the aches and the symptoms. You don't have time. And you just think like, I'll just go to the doctor and get something. Maybe I'll make time for the doctor. But it's just really challenging our view on our personal health and how we're responsible for it and all of the options that are available to us. I think this is this this episode might challenge some women that have just felt like my body's fine or this is just normal or I feel helpless. I don't know any more I could possibly think of to take no. care of myself. If I can, you know, kind of pull it together, it's mm. you have to set the time aside for yourself and you have to be really harsh about it. You need to do so. Right. Even if it's 10 minutes, because you're not setting an example to your children mm -hmm. doing self-care for themselves. So if you're spiraling out of control, you're only setting an example of 
that's okay, mama. I can be like my mom spiraling out of control when yeah, she has their yeah, children. Yeah. So the cycle's not broken. Mm-hmm. You need to reflect. You need to pause. You need to breathe. You need to take that time. Mm-hmm. Right? You don't want to be 50, 45 to 50, suffering in perimenopause, trying to repair the damage, right? right. And, and you still can at that time. But there's a sweet window. There's only a brief sweet window of being an empty nester, <laughs> right? To, yeah. to then taking care of your parents. Yeah. Yeah, right? for or, sure. Or jumping into childcare because your kids are, you know, doing incredible jobs with their careers and careers now are super demanding and mm-hmm. the cost of daycare is ridiculous. And who knows what daycare is going to look like down the road. Who knows what work is going to look like down the road. So there's that brief window that we as mature women have before we then move into our next roles. Yeah. And thanks for giving us that insight because as moms, we're like, oh, I'll make time when like there's going to be this magical land ahead of us in our fifties where time is free and available, but that, that, that actually might not happen that the time is now. That's correct. Mm-hmm. That's correct. You have to do that. You have to set up date nights. You have to set up time for yourself. You have to go for a massage or you have to take care of that. You have to soak in the tub. Mm, yes. Right? All of, all of those things. My favorite all of those self-care things. is soaking in a tub with salts and candles, oh. all of those things. Yes. Dry brushing before your bath, especially if you're using Epsom salts and essential oils is very important because mm. it's going to bring blood to the surface of your skin It's going to allow for a faster detox. It's going to allow for a better absorption of all that yumminess that you've put in that bathtub. Yes. Right. And if you have an infrared sauna, you know, um, same thing. You want to dry brush before you go in because it'll make you sweat faster. Oh, I love that. And maybe I can make the case for an infrared sauna now in my home. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> so I'm, I just want to like rewind and just recap a point that I, that really stuck out for me that mm-hmm. doing a detox, like helping support your hormone health, doing this yeah. detox, it's not just what you're eating. Cause many women are like the detox is like drinking that weird tea for a week and starving and never having sugar again, but it's actually a whole body detox that we need to consider and dry brushing is a physical example the foods we're eating that's a you know a body example as well yeah nutritional right thanks for that Uh, is there any other way that we that you think detoxing is helpful for hormone health yeah so in the same way you want to do your house like you talk about all the (laughs) time you do the same thing for yourself Mm -hmm. so it's a mind well i always say spirit spirit mind body Mm -hmm. or soul mind body nutrition Mm -hmm. So what stinking thinking are you doing? You have to remove yeah. that. What, yeah. what, um, who is robbing your energy, mm-hmm. right? Getting, get rid of that. Set up better boundaries for your family and yourself, right? Because mm-hmm. um, you're teaching your kids good habits, right? Mm-hmm. You uh, can say no. And you're teaching your kids, it's okay. You can say no to these things. Mm-hmm. Um, in the body, you know, like what, is not serving purpose, what food is not serving purpose, mm-hmm. what uh, emotional health is not serving purpose. Mm-hmm. In the body, there is a lot of emotional stress that may sit in organ placement, right? So that's a whole other thing, but- Right, there, yeah, there's that. a whole science. I've there's just a whole been learning about that. It's that. so interesting. So yeah. in thermography, I can see that, 
I can sit and talk to a woman and she'll tell me all the beautiful, incredible things that she's eating and all the great workouts that she does. And I, then I'm going to go, okay, well, what anger are you holding on to? Right. So, and then that'll be like, yeah, okay. You're not the first person. So you have to understand that long-term unforgiveness and bitterness and anger and rage and undigested portions of your life not voicing yourself mm-hmm. are all going to sit in your body and manifest into something crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, that you're hitting all the points, Dana. <laughs> I know it's so important that you have to look at yourself now mm-hmm. in that, because you don't want these crazy down the road. Like this is the only way I think we can really set back and break these horrible patterns of health mm-hmm. is if you're recognizing these things, and we talk, we talk about it all the time, right? We talk mm-hmm. about unforgiveness and bitterness, but you have to understand and not voicing yourself, not being heard. Right. These things manifest as disease in the body. Mm-hmm. You know, if you eat, if you're coming to the table in anger and or rushed and bitterness or unforgiveness and don't even bother eating, mm-hmm. right? You have yes. to pause and relax. You have to breathe. Because you shared this and I was so fascinated because of what's happening with our digestion, right? Right. You're in fight or flight. Yeah. You're in stress mode. Mm -hmm. Your body's not even concerned about digesting food. Mm -hmm. I've been noticing that since you told me I'll sit and eat breakfast in the morning and I'll realize I'm just all tensed up. My tummy even feels tense. I try to just relax, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's about taking that five deep breaths Mm -hmm. before you eat. Yeah. It's about um, pausing and praying. I always like that. Mm-hmm. Just pause and pray or pause and breathe for five breaths um, because it gets you out of the, I'm running late for work. I didn't finish this list today. I didn't right. finish the laundry. I don't know where my money's coming from. I don't know. You know, there's so much stress. Mm-hmm. The stress of your body doesn't view it in that aspect. The stress of your body's going, I'm running from the bear. Mm-hmm. I have a lion chasing me. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't discern. There's no discernment for that. It just does what it's supposed to do. And so it's our job to teach our children better habits of sitting at the table, taking a moment before we eat. You can give thanks. You can, you know, say a prayer or you can take five deep breaths, but you're getting yourself into that, 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 that momentum of rest and digest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same goes about everything. You really have to view things from a mind, body, soul, nutrition perspective. And if you're doing a great job, if you're eating the organic food, you know, and you're walking 5K a day and you, you know, the house is clean and not cluttered and you're minimalist and you're, you know, all these great Mm -hmm. aspirations Mm -hmm. that you get yourself to. But if you're not managing your stress, Mm -hmm. if you're not managing that internalizing of things, then it's all for naught. And as a life coach, I'll just echo that and reinforce that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it's, you can take any, all, every nutrient in the entire world, but if you're not, if you're still stressed out and you're not taking care of that, it doesn't matter. Right. 
Well, you have given us so many little things that I think we can just think about and ruminate on that we can bring into our day. You've given us things that will challenge our views of our body and our responsibility towards them. You've opened us up to different ways that we can care for our whole health, the holistic, all of the aspects of our health, our mind, body, and spirit, that this is the whole package. And I just thank you for Mm -hmm. all of that you've opened us up to. I think that this is going to be an episode where women are going to start asking questions, start listening closer to their bodies, and hopefully do some research, reach out to different health practitioners who can support you in a whole health experience. So thank you for that. My pleasure. It's been an honor, and I thank you. It's very passionate about creating wise women, Mm -hmm. legacy makers, and it's these simple changes that we can make that's going to set up a lifetime and a cascade of change for our children and our children's children. Right. Right. Yes. And, and if at the end of the day, what I also just love the idea of making time for it now, so we're not paying for it double later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So where can everyone find you? Cause I know they're probably going to want to dig into these things. Yeah. So my podcast is wise divine woman. Mm -hmm. Um, my website, you can use Wise Divine Woman. I will be launching um, uh, hormone health, hormone health transformation, more focused menopause, but lots of information, lots of nuggets mm-hmm. of wisdom there about, about anything. It's just understanding. So that's, um, that's the Wise Divine Woman hormone transformation, which will be coming in January. Um, and then my practice here is divine wellness, but you can get me anyway. I'm I'm on everything. Like I just love being able to connect with people and be insightful. I think that's wonderful. So LinkedIn, you know, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Right on. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate everything that you brought to the table today. It's been just fascinating and like a whole table of options and ideas now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And honestly, if you have questions, just, just, just set up an appointment to chat. I always do like a free 15 minute and, and, or, be encouraged to connect with community partners. Just don't be afraid to ask the questions and reach out and become all that you can be. Thank you. Thank you for empowering us and telling us the things our moms probably never told us about hormone health. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. That's a whole, that's every single day. It's kind of that way, right? There's so many topics that moms don't talk about. Yeah. This is just another one of them. (laughs) Yes. Thank you so much, Dana. There was just so much that we could have talked about, so many places that we could have taken this conversation, but overall, I'm just grateful that we were able to open up this topic. I will link to Dana in the show notes, and I'm also going to link to the book, The Red Tent, which is a retelling of the story Dina from the Bible, who was a daughter of Jacob, but this isn't a book about the Bible. This is a book about the girl who becomes a woman and the community around her. It's her take on this girl's life, and there's just such a big, like, feminine empowerment, lady posse vibe. When I read this book 15 years ago, it totally opened up my mind on the role of mentorship and sisterhood in my life. And it really transformed how I establish and seek out female relationships in my life. It's been so impactful on me. All right. If you found this episode helpful, I would love to hear about it. Head on to our closed Facebook group, the Simple on Purpose community, and share it there. I want to hear you guys there. If you are in the Facebook group and you have not been posting, I want you to go and share something today. That is my challenge for you. All right, friends, have a great day. 